Today's presentation is how to generate leads on Facebook without using landing pages or websites. So this is one of my favorite uh, presentations to do, not just because I get a chance to teach, but I actually get a chance to do a demonstration of how we're going to do it. So I think it's kind of a unique presentation. So what we're gonna do today is we're gonna talk to you about the simplest way to set up a Facebook ad, and that's called lead generations. And, and the reason it's simple is because you can actually generate these ads without using a landing page or sending traffic to a website. So it, it's really a cool tool and well, I'm just gonna go ahead and jump right into it. So a little about me and who I am. Uh, my name is Tabukacek. Oh, there we go. And I'm the founder and uh, CEO of Sonova Solutions. So a couple things about me. Uh, back in 2012, I wrote the chapter on Facebook optimization for Dan Kennedy's bestseller, uh, Marketing Miracles. I've also uh, spent a lot of time doing digital marketing trainings uh, for products like Social Media in Seven Minutes, which was an organic training and Social Media Ad Genius version one, which was a paid ads training. I'm also proud to be uh, part of the Mesa Cares Foundation and uh, also the president of the marketing committee for the Glendale Chamber of Commerce. Now, this is kind of cool. I am celebrating, well, I'm eight days away from celebrating my 10th year uh, with Sonova Solutions. So who we are is a digital marketing agency. We help small business owners generate high quality leads using LinkedIn and running pay-per-click on Google, Facebook, mobile devices, and other things. So here's my high pressure sales pitch, okay? If after this presentation, you like what I have to say and you feel I can help you uh, with Facebook or any other areas of digital marketing, feel free to reach out through Mesa Cares and uh, we can see if we can help. All right, that's it. That's the high pressure sales pitch. We can all relax and breathe now and uh, we can enjoy the rest of the presentation. So what are we going to go over today? Uh, well, we're going to go over what exactly the lead generation objective is in Facebook. Now, when you run a Facebook ad, you have different objectives for different things. You can ask Facebook to put your ads in front of people who are likely to walk into your physical business. Uh, you can ask Facebook to put ads in front of people who are likely to click and go to your website, which is traffic, or watch a video, which is the video objective, or fill out a form on your website, which is web conversion. This is actually the lead generation objective. So this is a, a specific type of ad that you would run in Facebook. So we're not just saying, how do you generate leads on Facebook? Because you can use different objectives for that. Um, we can also, um, uh, this is actually the lead generation objective, which is a specific style or format for running ads. Uh, we're gonna go over the benefits of using this very unique objective. And we're gonna talk about the different types of offers that you can create uh, to go ahead and maximize the benefits of uh, the lead generation ad. Uh, we're gonna go over how you can go ahead and generate images and video assets without breaking the bank. So I know some people say, oh my gosh, I gotta do image ads, I gotta edit a video, it gets complicated. You know what, it's really not. We'll show you how to do it relatively inexpensively. Uh, we'll show you how to find your target audience and how to do a lot of testing. I'm a big fan of uh, Frank Kern. I've taken a lot of his training and I'm gonna kind of go over a method that he's called the miserly method of how you could test different interests against each other to see what's working best so you could find your audience. And this is the cool part. We're gonna walk you through a live demonstration on how to actually set up a lead generation ad on Facebook. It'll take me about 25 to 30 minutes to show you that. Once you understand how to do it, it'll take you about 10 minutes to create it on your own. 
that's what's so exciting about this. It's a simple ad campaign, simple to set up. And again, you don't need a website or a landing page. So who is this for? Well, basically it's for people who are looking to generate leads. It's for people who are looking to generate appointments, to generate phone calls. So this will work with B2B. And not everything on Facebook works with business to business, but this will work in certain markets. Uh, it'll help if you have a business consumer uh, relationship. If you just want to generate appointments, perfect for you. Uh, if you want to do a top of funnel strategy where you're building an email list or you want to get newsletter subscribers, this will work. It's also good for bottom of funnel. So if you have a last ditch effort to try to get somebody's contact information, you can put together an offer and a lead generation ad and do this. So now what is this lead generation ad? And, and you may have seen this on Facebook before, but we've got a little visual demonstration. We'll look at it. You see an ad here, Jaspers. You click, oh, this is good. You hit learn more. Now suddenly you have this form that populates with your information. It's automatically there. You hit submit and it's already done. So it's very, very simple. Now this is gonna keep uh, playing here in the background, um, but don't let that distract you. So it's very simple because what you do is you just create an ad and people could just simply tap the ad and the form pops up and the form's gonna pull data, your data from what you use to sign in with Facebook. So it's gonna use your email address. It's gonna use your phone number. It's gonna use the data that's there and it's gonna automatically populate it. So that's gonna help with accuracy and legitimate information there. Uh, the great thing, again, it's just super simple for the user. They don't have to go off the site. So again, they click on it, all the stuff's pre-populated. Yes, I agree. I hit submit and you just generated a lead. How easy is that? And why is this important? Well, let's take a step back and uh, you know, we'll, we'll throw a little math in here just a little bit, just to kind of understand the, the benefit of it. If you're trying to generate a lead online, there's two things you've got to look at. One, how much does it cost to get somebody to go to your website? And two, what percentage of those people who go to your website will take the call to action that you want? If you take your traffic divided by your conversion, that's going to be your cost per lead. So if it costs you on average a dollar to get somebody to go to your website and one out of 10, 10% actually opt in, you're at $10 cost per lead. Now, obviously, we're always looking for ways to lower that. So there's two ways, of course, to do that. One is for traffic. And it gets a little tough when it comes to trying to drive traffic to your site because you got to test a lot of things. You got to test different types of images. Does this color work? Does that color work in an image? Should I have a call to action button in an image or not? You got to test different types of copy. Do you want to do short copy, long copy, bullet points? You know, what do you want to do with your copy? And you've got to test different types of audiences. So there's a lot of things to test just to get people to go to your website. Now on the second part, you got to get them to convert. So again, you've got to do that Test different headlines. What headlines are going to work? What headlines don't work? You got to test different colors. Do you want an image? Do you want a video on there? Um, do you want a button? Do you want to have a form where they have to click the button to open the form? Or do you just want to have the naked form out there where they just fill it out themselves? A whole bunch of things to test and each one of these things impact your conversion percentage. The great thing about um, the lead generation ad, you don't have to worry about this part anymore because it's going to be such a simple conversion you're going to see, you're going to get about as high as a conversion rate as you can get out of it. And how's that going to affect you for your ads? Well, let's say you keep that $1 cost per click, but now instead of one out of 10 people opting in, you're going to get one out of five people to opt in. You have just cut your lead cost in half to $5. You've made life easier for you and your cost per lead has gone down. How exciting is that? So that's really the great thing about Facebook lead generation ads. They're really designed to make it simple and lower your cost per lead.
So why does Facebook, why, why is this so good? Why does Facebook do it? Well, how many of you, if you guys run a fan page, go ahead and put uh, a, a one here in the chat. If you guys are running a Facebook fan page and you post regularly, go ahead and put a one in the chat. So go ahead and do that. And from your experience, how many people have seen that, hey, you know what, when I put out uh, a video, I get a very good reach. If you guys see like, hey, I do good on a video or something, go ahead and put yes video in the chat. Now compare that to when you put out a link to a post, like maybe a link to your website. If you guys have done that, chances are you've probably seen that um, it doesn't get near the reach. And the reason for that is when you put out authentic or unique stuff, Facebook loves to promote it. It works well within the algorithm. But when you take people off Facebook, it doesn't work as well in the algorithm. Facebook doesn't quite like that. Facebook's goal is to keep you in their newsfeed. So that's where the lead generation is so valuable is because, again, through the example, they just click a button, a form appears on the platform, you hit submit, and bam, you're right back to the newsfeed. Facebook loves it. Second part of it, your users love it too. It is so simple. They're going to love that. Um, and again, the third thing I, I was telling you about, you know, it's going to take in the information that people use to, to sign on. 90% of the people use Facebook for their phones. So you know that the phone numbers that are, are, are going to be pulled from Facebook into your lead forms are going to be accurate. Uh, same thing with the email information. Um, you can also add pre-qualifying questions to it. So um, the less data you ask for, the higher your conversion, but the more data that you ask for, probably the better quality of your lead. So if you want to pre-qualify with one or two questions, you can do that to help improve the quality of your lead. And this is really cool. You can also integrate everything, not just with your CRM, but also with appointment setting software. So if your goal is to generate um, low cost leads or, or phone appointments, you can do that through this. All right, so before you start, always think about the end. The end result. What is it that you want? You know, do you want to get an appointment? Do you want to get a phone call? Do you want to uh, get people into your email funnel? Is this top of funnel? Do you want to build your newsletter li list? Uh, do you want to gauge buyer intent? Uh, do you want people to get more active in a sweepstakes or a contest? Do you want somebody to attend an event? So think about what it is that you want and then make sure whatever you're giving away is going to match that. So if you want people to attend an event, uh, then you probably want to go ahead and hook it up with your CRM or Eventbrite so they can register for the ticket and then get on your email list to remind them about that between emails, texts, and however you do that. If you want to get people top of funnel, again, you can give away a white paper, uh, a video series, an ebook, a quick checklist, a report, anything like that. Um, I actually had a, well, I guess I'll give you one word of caution is that if you're going to do something with a giveaway, make sure it's something somebody could get through really quickly. So if you give somebody, I, I had a, a client who would actually give a, a digital copy of a book, and it was like 300 pages. And the problem with uh, the book is uh, people would actually want to read the book before they talked and wanted to get an appointment. So it actually became a hindrance. So if you could do something that's one or two pages or just a handful of pages or something that's relatively quick, then go ahead and give that away. Um, that's going to do a lot better than trying to go ahead and... Um, you know, giving away a great big book. Um, also now, uh, buyer intent. Buyer intent is a good thing. Imagine giving away a 20% coupon or a free visit voucher or something like that. If you were to do something like that and somebody's downloading that as a lead generation ad, isn't that a great big hand raise that, hey, you know what? Um, I'm interested in your product. 
So these are great ways to, uh, you know, do little things to gauge interest and to go ahead and, and get people to, to follow up with your product or service. All right. Now, this is a very key thing. I've seen people who have not had success with this. And I'll go back to the example I was going to do with the financial advisor here. But one of the biggest things that caused this to fail is if you don't follow up with somebody immediately. So according to a Harvard Business Review study, uh, people who were contacted within an hour of submitting the query were seven times more likely to be a qualified lead compared to somebody who was even an hour later. And if you wait 24 hours, it's like, you know, 60 times less effective if you wait a day. So if you want to have success, make sure you follow up immediately. At the minimum, at least have an email response. But think about like when you're running these ads, when you're going to have somebody, if somebody comes in and you need to call them right away, if that's your goal, you want to make sure that you're running it only during the hours where you have somebody available to call. So, you know, with Facebook, you can run stuff between nine and five. So if you have phone coverage between nine and five, you want to make sure that you're running your program within that time. You don't want to run it at, uh, you know, seven o'clock at night and then have to wait a full 12 hours to contact them the next day. So just something to really consider. If you're going to run these types of ads, you want to make sure you follow up with them immediately. It's going to exponentially increase the success. All right. So now how do we create images of videos for Facebook lead generation ads? In some accounts, Facebook has stock images. Um, in the example we'll do, I actually don't have uh, stock images in this one, but in other accounts that I manage, you do have access to stock images. So um, kind of hit and miss there. Obviously, that could be ideal because, you know, it's free and the images are right there and you can add them real time. Um, if you want to design your own image, there's a free option through Canva. Canva is really good. Um, you can upload a base image and then you can add text on top of it or call the action, action buttons or put your logo. So that's a good way of doing it. And like I said, it's free. There's also Photoshop, which is not free. Definitely not free, but it allows you to do uh, a couple things that are nicer. If you just want to do something simple, I highly recommend Canva. Now you can do motion video clips with text overlay. Those are very popular as well. So you just kind of have a motion background. You have text that, that will come up. Um, so you can use that slide.ly, or I think it's also called promo. Um, that's a way of doing it. Honestly, I haven't used them in a while, so I don't know what the rate is. Um, I like wave.video. They're $79 a month, and you can do unlimited. Uh, they do have premium plans to where you can access some higher quality images. But... You know, for me, I probably do 10 to, to 15 of these types of video ads every month. So it's a great deal for me. Um, so I love doing it for the $79. Uh, a little note of caution when using images, do not use images from Google. Um, use royalty-free sites. A couple of them I recommend, Deposit Photos. I think they're like 27 bucks a month. Shutterstock, iStock Photos. Some of them you can just buy them when you use them. So if you're not doing a lot of images, you can just do them that way. Uh, avoid using Google because you never know if it's copyrighted or not. And if you use a copyrighted ad, it could cost you a couple of bucks. So it's much better to do it right. And finally, the easiest thing to do is uh, you can hire somebody on Fiverr or Guru or Up Upwork or something like that to go ahead and help you make these. Or if you're part of the Cohoots team, we have Design Pickle here uh, and they can help you out as well. So um, some of the, the asset specifications you have Three ways you could do it, um, kind of with a phone. Um, you could do it long way, landscape, or you could do it square. As a rule of thumb, I recommend doing all your images square. It'll work on everything. So um, I like doing that. The recommended image size are 180 by 180 pixels. Aspect ratio is one to one. So again, just think it's a square. 
So it's pretty easy to remember. And if you're going to do a video um, for this type of ad, if you want people to click through, keep your video length less than 15 seconds. All right, so now we're finally here. We got through a lot of the setup. Now we're finally getting close to actually how to set up the ad. So there's three parts of a Facebook ad and all this will make sense once we show you. Um, there's a campaign and the campaign portion, the tab is where you're gonna pick your objectives. There's the ad set tab, and that's where you're gonna have your targeting and your budget and uh, all your, well, yeah, your targeting and your budget. And then finally, where you write your copy and upload your images is gonna be the ad tab. So there's three sections to that. And in the demo, here's what I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how to select the right campaign objective, how to create your budget, how to select your target audience and test audiences from there. I'm gonna show you how to create an image ad. Then I'm gonna show you how to write the copy, headlines and descriptions, and even choose your CTA button. And I'm gonna go ahead and show you a formula for writing the simplest base type of ad for this type of campaign. I'll give you the formula and how you can use it and you can apply it to just about anything. And it's a great way to test. You start this as a base, then you can test other things from there. I'm gonna show you how to actually create the lead form. Then I'll show you how to duplicate ad sets so you can test multiple interests. And I can even show you how to duplicate your campaign to scale to see what's working once you're ready to do that. So it seems like a lot, but believe it or not, it's only gonna be about 25 to 30 minutes. All right, so here's a little bit of the assets that we're gonna go into. The company, um, this is actually a pet project of mine that's taking a lot longer uh, than I'd hope to get off the ground, but it's called the Telemed Network. And it's offering unlimited telemedicine visits for individuals, their spots dependents. It's basically a SaaS platform uh, for telemedicine, $19.99 per month. So the giveaway is gonna be, I'm gonna give away an ebook. It's called The Healthcare Revolution. It's filled with a lot of pictures and charts and things like that. It's, it's actually, it's about 15 pages, but it's my, maybe a five minute read. So we'll get through really, really quick. Uh, it's a top of funnel and uh, strategy. And my process is I want them to go ahead and sign up on Facebook through lead gen ad. And then they're gonna receive, it's gonna connect with their CRM and they're gonna receive an email with the link to the ebook. And then an alert is going to go to our call center and they're going to actually call and they're going to call them within 15 minutes and they're going to make sure they receive the ebook, didn't have any problems downloading, and then go ahead and do their presentation that way. So that's going to be our goal and that's going to be the process of how this will work. All right, so here is our demo copy, our million dollar formula. Ready? It is simple, short. Read this if you want X without Y. How easy is that? So what we'll use is Read this if you want unlimited 24-7 access to doctors on demand without having to leave your house. Then the headline is going to be free PDF, the healthcare revolution. So that's going to be the copy that we use. We're going to have three different campaign structures. Uh, or I'm sorry, we're going to have, there's three different parts to uh, uh, creating the Facebook ad. We're going to have the campaign, where again, we go over the objective. And I always like to kind of, I'll teach you on a little bit of a naming convention here. We'll have the ad set where we'll find, again, the budget and the audience, and I'll teach you the naming convention, and we'll go over how we can go over different interests, and even how in advance you could go ahead and create your audiences in advance to help expedite everything. It's really a cool tool. Last time I did not go over that, so this time I want to make sure that I do, do go over that. And then finally, how to set up your ads, how to upload your image ads, how to uh, put the copy on there, choose your call to actions, and most importantly, create your forms. So I believe we are ready for the demo. All right. So I'm just going to slide this over here. There we go. So step one, we're going to go ahead and create. I'm sorry, I just have one other thing I have to bring up. 
There we go. All right, and remember I told you the different campaign objectives. So when we say lead generation, this isn't just, hey, I wanna generate leads. Because if you wanna generate leads online, I mean, you can use traffic, you can use conversions, uh, you can use video views, you can use the messenger. There's a lot of ways you could generate leads. This is actually the lead generation objective. And the lead generation objective, again, it means you're gonna have that pop-up form so they don't leave the platform. All the rest of these are probably gonna make you leave a platform if you wanna generate a lead. So we're, go we're gonna go ahead and choose lead generation. And uh, we'll go ahead and name this. And again, I always think it's important to, to follow uh, a consistent type of naming convention. So here I'm gonna type super fast. All right, and I always like to put the date that I put something up because uh, if you're testing different things, it's good to know what, you know, kind of what order it was. Um, then I always like to put the name of really the, the product and the product here in this case is gonna be ebook. Now, if I was doing like the actual, if I was running to landing page, I might name it something else. But this is gonna be the ebook. Uh, this is actually going to be the uh, objective I'm using, lead gen ads. And again, if I was running, running to website, I might use this as traffic or web conversions. And then I'll put the type of copy I'm using. And on this one, I'm just gonna call it short copy. So I'll go ahead and hit continue. And look at this, we are already one third of the way through. How simple is this, huh? Um, we don't have any special ad categories to worry about. So if you're doing anything with uh, real estate, uh, social issues, elections or politics, credit or employment, then you would have to turn this on as a special ad category. Um, since we're not doing it in this example, we don't really have to worry about that. And we'll just go ahead and go to next. So right now we're already one third of the way. And uh, so the ad set here, you've got a couple of things. Oops. And I don't want to give away all my clients here. So I'm just going to move this on the page and launch it from a different page. So excuse me for that. Uh, there we go. So you have a drop down and you could choose the name of your client. And that's and then here you have two choices on the budget. On the budget, you could do per day or you could go ahead and uh, do a lifetime budget. So let's say you said, hey, for the next 30 days, I want to spend $300 and that's it. You could do a lifetime, put in that, and then put in a start date and an end date, and you would not spend more than 300. So for this, for testing purposes, I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna do a whole $5 per day. So we're gonna go ahead and do that. And I'm gonna do a start date. I'm not gonna put an end date. I'm just gonna have this $5 per day. And since this is a test, I'm probably gonna let everything run two to three days. And whatever's not working, I will turn off. Whatever is working, we'll keep running. So we'll keep it simple. And then audiences. Here on audiences, um, you've got locations. So you can, go, you can go down as far as zip codes and you could go as much as countries. I wouldn't do more than one country at a time. Um, you could go by state, by zip code. You could go by your address and then do a radius of one mile to 10 miles to up to 50 miles. For your age, you could do all different ranges. You could do 18 to 65. You could do 18 to 24, 25 to 34. So you could do little ranges of stuff like that. Um, gender, detailed targeting. You can go into targeting and you can look at demographics of people, how much money they make, what interests they like, certain types of behaviors. And you can even do some exclusions. Now, what I like to do is I like to go ahead and prepare this in advance. And the way I do that is that if you go here into business tools, you have a little thing called audiences. So I'm going to go ahead and bring over the audience tab here. And what you could do is you can create saved audiences. So you could go into a save audience and you could go ahead and put all the different things you want right in here, and then you can save it. So what I did for, for 
here is I created um, a bunch of different audiences here. And I went ahead and saved them. So for this one, what we'll do is we'll do tests of moms ages 18 to 35 with children uh, in different age ranges. And for whatever reason, my for whatever reason, this view, uh, my list one isn't showing up, but that's going to be ages one to two. So you have uh, moms 18 to 35 with kids um, age one to two, age three to five, age six to eight, age nine to 10. And so that's going to give me four different things that I can test to see which age groups of, of moms that something like this would work. So a lot of what I'm going to do in my advertisement for this example would be targeting moms with um, uh, uh, younger children uh, with the ability to talk to a doctor in the middle of the night if they need to, if a kid's coughing or making a noise or, or doing something that, that scares them that, that all parents will understand. So um, this will provide a good solution. And then I have some different like targeting specific demographics or people that might not have health insurance but would benefit from telemedicine. So these are the different types of, of audiences. So since I have these saved, I can now go into my saved audience and I could choose this one. And now I've just gone ahead and set up all of my demographics here. So to do that now, so I can test all this, I'm gonna go ahead and call this audience 01, just like that. And so now my ad set is audience 01. I'm spending $5 a day. I'm gonna run this perpetually until I manually turn it off. And I've got my audience here. Uh, automatic placements, I always leave it at that. I'll let Facebook figure out you know, what device to put it on and uh, what platform to put it on. Um, I don't mess with any of this stuff. Just kind of leave it as it is and um, go to next. Now we're on the ads. So we're moving right along here. And uh, so we're gonna go ahead and let me say, I hope I have all this uploaded still. So I'm gonna change media. Now what you could do is, okay, good, I have all this. Now what you could do is you could go ahead and go to upload and you can upload directly from your computer if you wanted to do that. Uh, I don't wanna do that in this situation, but you can upload that way. Um, account images, yeah, unfortunately I don't have stock photos, but this is where you would see if you had access to stock photos. And I believe they use, Facebook uses Shutterstock uh, and some of the newer accounts, they don't quite do that. So we'll go ahead and use this image as an example. And now I've got my image up there and this is my square. And I call this image PO2. I always use P for picture and then I use different numbers uh, just to keep track of everything. So I will call this PO2. And again, it's just my naming convention, but I wanna make sure that I can look at this and I can tell whoever's doing my, my graphics that, hey, uh, PO2 is working well, let's create a couple variants of that. And they'll know what I mean rather than, hey, the book with a bunch of icons, uh, with blue and orange, try to duplicate that. You know, it gets a little confusing when you have a lot of images. So I like to go ahead and name them. Um, so then we have, that's the image. Now we're gonna have the primary text that's gonna go up here. And if you remember that million dollar text I created earlier, let me go ahead and do this. And I'll type it in really fast. That's just simple. Read this if you want a limited 24 access to doctors on demand without having to leave your house. Now put an exclamation mark at the end. Now, what some people could do is you could go ahead and make this a little longer if you wanted to. And if you do that, you're gonna have a little blue button that says read more. That's fine. I like to test against it typically. I'll test something short and then I'll test something long where they have to click read more. Uh, what I would recommend is that if you're doing something longer, leave every sentence to like one sentence at a time. Don't put a long paragraph. 
It's hard to read. And if you get a chance, use bullet points. Use bullet points to really separate and make it easier to read. So it's good to test short copy versus long. But again, if you do it, if you're doing long, make sure it's as easy to read as possible. All right, now we wanna go ahead and put the headline. And you can put the description if you want, it's optional. I'm not gonna put one in. A display link, you could put a URL here if you want. Again, it's optional. I'm not going to pull one in. And now you have call to actions. So what I found as a rule of thumb, when in doubt, I stick with learn more. Now for this, because it's an ebook, I could get away with trying to test out download. As a matter of fact, I might want to run a couple of campaigns where I'm testing download versus learn more. But you could do that. Um, you could do subscribe if you have a subscription product. Um, you can have apply now if, again, you're applying for, if you're doing a special category for jobs or, or credit. Um, you can also have get quote, uh, get offer if you're offering a discount. Sign up is actually my least favorite. I've always found that sign up gets me the least results. But when in doubt, always stick with learn more. That'll do pretty well for you. So now we've got the ad copy. We've got the image. We've got the headline and the call to action button. The only thing we have to do is create a form. And I've created a couple of these, but I'm going to show you how to go ahead and create one from the beginning. So first thing you always want to do is you want to name it, because otherwise you're going to have your form's name, untitled form with the date. So it's always important to do, and again, I just use the date, 16, ebook form. So I did it, and this is for people who are doing the ebook funnel. Um, you have two choices, more volume or higher tet. Um, I personally don't necessarily like the review step, especially because here all I'm getting is first name, last name, email, and phone number. So I don't really need to review. If I was, if I was asking more, if I was asking for more information, then I would probably do the higher intent. So I'm just going to keep it with this one. But all this does is it adds an extra step where people look everything over before they submit. Um, now we have the intro. I always like to use the image from the ad because it's consistent. So if somebody saw the ebook, they're going to see the ebook here as well. And again, like I said, I just really rather keep them uh, on that same ad send from ad to form. But if you want to go ahead and do a grinded image and have the same image every time, you could go ahead and upload an image here. Greeting, uh, enter a short headline, and then description. Okay, so. Actually, let's do this. There you go, download your free ebook. And then here, I just like to go ahead and just want to make sure your free ebook. I probably actually duplicate my ad copy here to really keep it consistent. And then we'll go to, and again, the greetings you don't necessarily have to have. Again, it's kind of an extra step. So as you can see, it takes it here to contact information. Uh, to be honest, for the greetings, I don't use that all that often. So I'm probably going to go ahead and remove it. But this is how you would do a greeting. Now, what I would do here is for questions, you could put a little description here. So to get your free ebook, simply confirm the information below and hit 
next. Okay, so then here are the different forms that you can do. So you can do uh, email, which of course we're going to do. Um, most CRMs would rather have a first name, last name, so you could delete it and you can add categories. So here you can add, if you wanted somebody's street address, you could do that. So I had, I've actually teased this story a couple of times about a financial planner, but I haven't used it yet. I had a guy who was doing a book, a book giveaway, a free book. Um, he was a financial planner and whoever his boss was had written a book and it was probably about 200 and some pages and it was a physical book. And he had gotten a hundred copies of this book for like $2 and 50 cents a book. So it wasn't much of a cost to do it. And he put out an ad saying, basically, you know, I read this book. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I think you should have it. In fact, I'm such a fan of it. I'm going to go ahead and give away a hundred copies to the first hundred people who fill out this information. I'll even pay the postage. So it was an ad, something along those lines. And he did a lead generation ad and he had their name, their email, their phone number, and their street address. And he captured all that information. And his cost was between this and shipping. It was like maybe $7.50. We're generating leads for him for like five bucks. So it's like costing him a total of $12.50 to get a lead for a financial planner. Financial planners will pay like $150 to $300 for a lead. He's getting these leads for like $12.50. And it's a good lead because he's getting the physical address. All the information is accurate and he's sending them out to people. Again, the only thing that was bad about that is that some of the people he talked to wanted to read the book first before they talked to him. So he kind of had a, like a little built-in procrastination plan, but it was still so much, you know, even if that happened, and I'm not saying it happened 50% of the time, but even if 50% of his leads did that, instead of $12.50, it's $25 for a qualified lead. And again, in that arena, you know, people will fall over themselves to pay $25 for a financial advisor lead. So again, contact fields, you can get address information if you want, phone number, and in this case, I do want a phone number. Um, user information, um, a lot of CRMs want first name and last name separated. So we'll do that. Uh, you have some demographic questions here, like if you want somebody's date of birth, um, their gender, their marital status, relationship status. Honestly, if I wanted to send somebody up for the program, I would need a date of birth and, a, and a, a, them to list their gender. And I could actually start to enroll them in the, in the program just from this lead generation ad. I'm not going to do that, not, but you know, that just kind of gives you an opportunity or an idea of some of the stuff that you could capture. Work information if you're doing B2B, if you want to know the job title, if you want to know the work information, you gather all of that. Um, so, and, and then you, you could kind of, I think you could create some of your own questions as well. When I order this too, I kind of always like to order this uh, in the order of ease of information that people are comfortable giving. So even though all this stuff should be populated, I still like to put first name first, last name, then email, then phone number. So this is kind of the order of what's most difficult to get from people, easiest to most difficult. So just kind of a rule of thumb whenever I put together a form. All right, so we have our contact information. We have instructions on exactly what they have to do. And then they click next and it's gonna take them to this privacy disclaimer page. And Facebook always makes, uh, they, they wanna make sure they're protecting themselves of the privacy policy. So remember I said you didn't need a website? Well, for a privacy policy, you need a website, but if you don't have a website, I'll show you a workaround on that. So we're still gonna keep true to the headline that you don't need a website. But the good thing is, is, is like if, if you're part of Keller Williams or you're part of you know, a national brand, an insurance company or a travel company or something like that, you may not have your own personal website, but chances are they have a privacy policy. And so you could go ahead and use that privacy policy. So you just put in the term privacy, 
And uh, then you would just put in your URL. So now you've got your privacy policy there. So if anybody, if the one out of 1,000 people who actually read this, click on it, it's there and Facebook is covered, so they're happy. Uh, if you have a custom disclaimer, like if you're doing some kind of a, a sweepstake or a contest, you may have to put in a disclaimer or terms or a link to your terms uh, and conditions. If that's the case, this is where you put it. Uh, if you wanna add a consent, if you want people to say, yes, I, I want a consent, they have to actually click this, they would click this in order to proceed. So again, the more stringent you are, uh, the less opt-ins you get. And really, unless you're doing a contest or a sweepstake or something that requires rules or an explanation, there's no need to put this in. In this situation for an ebook, we don't need it. So we're not gonna do, uh, do the disclaimer. All right, now finally, we're on to the last step, the completion. Headline, thanks, you're all, you're all set. Um, I'm just gonna put in a custom message. So just to something like this, and this will take you to the page, view website, or I think you have different options. Yeah, downloads, you can actually download now. Okay, let me change this. In. Just try something like that. Uh, download. You can do that, and then you just put in the link. So we'll, I don't actually remember what the link is, but We'll try this. All right, so now we've created this. And again, we've decided what kind of form type we're going to do. Uh, we're not gonna do the intro in this case, but you can do an intro. We've got the questions here, we've got the instructions, we've got the privacy policy all there, and now we've completed. The good thing is if we've missed anything, they're gonna tell us, but let's go ahead and publish this and see if I did everything right the first time. I did, I got the nice little cream check mark, so that's good. Guys, that's everything. We just set up our first ad. So we've got this here. Now what I always like to do is at a minimum, if I'm testing something, I wanna test against a different image. So if I wanna test against an image, I'm under ads. I wanna test PO2 against a different image. I'm just gonna hit the duplicate button. Duplicate. Then I can go in here and I can edit the image. So I'll scroll down to image and I'll hit clear all. Don't have to do that, but. Uh, and I'll hit add image. And I think this is the other one that I have. So we'll do that. This one is P06. So I'll change the naming on this. And now I've got a campaign. So I've got a campaign with my short copy, lead generation ads for the ebook. I've got audience one, and I'm testing the copy, but I, uh, against the copy, I'm testing two different images. Well, what about my other audiences that I had? How do I do that? Well, again, we do the duplicate again. So if we duplicate this and we wanna go and test now audience one versus audience two, I can change the name here and I just go to my saved audiences and I pick two. Now when I go here to my ads, everything's already duplicated. So now I have PO2 and PO6 and audience one, PO2, PO6 and audience two, I've got a good old fashioned split test going here. I'm running $10 a day. I've got 11 audiences. If I want to do $55 a day, I can do that. 
All I'd have to do is just keep duplicating. And then I submit and I have completed everything here to create a test. And I believe that may have been 20, 22 minutes maybe to do that. So imagine if you're not explaining all of this, you could do this a lot faster. So finally, let's say we have this running. Let's say we've done 10 of these. We find the Pareto rule is in effect, the 80-20 rule. We've got two assets doing well. We shut off the other eight. We keep the other two. We're at $10 a day, but we want to spend more than $10 a day. What do we do? We scale. Uh, let's say we want to spend $50 a day. What we would do then in this case is we would duplicate the ad set and we would only keep the two, or we would duplicate the campaign, I'm sorry. And then we'd go into the ad set and we would only keep the ad sets that we wanted and we delete the rest. And now we're spending $50 a day on the proven ones. So that's how you would go and scale. So how simple is this, huh? All right, so now we still got a little more presentation because there's a couple things I wanted to clarify here. So remember when I said the privacy policy, hey, Tom, you said there was no website needed. Now I need to link to a privacy policy. So we've got a way to do that. There's a website called Connectio. It's connectio.io. They really love the IO, I guess. But if you go to this site, connectio.io, privacy-policy-generator, um, you can go there and you can actually create your own generic privacy policy. Then they have the text and you can copy and paste that to your Facebook fan page. And then what you could do is you could go ahead and save that post, probably do that at like midnight or one o'clock when not a lot of people are reading it because it's not going to be your most engaging or popular post out there. But again, if you don't have a website, chances are you're pretty new and you don't have a huge following yet. Um, so you could go ahead and do that. Then you find the post, you open it in a new tab, and now you have a URL and you can put that in to your lead form. And now you've got a privacy policy. All right, so now you've got all this stuff going into Facebook. How do you get it out of Facebook? Because again, I was saying, you know, it's very important for you to follow up with somebody right away. Um, but you don't really want to do it manually. But, but if you do, and I do recommend it, you can go through your business manager and access your fan page. On the left side of your fan page, uh, on the menu, you just choose publishing tools. Under that, you choose lead at forms. Under lead at forms, you choose form library. And then you choose your form and you download all the data there and it's there for you. Don't do it this way. This is why I'm not doing a demonstration. I don't want you to do it this way. It's time consuming, it's cumbersome and it's not gonna be immediate. Unless you plan on just staring at Facebook all day, hitting refresh to see if a lead came in for eight hours straight, it's not gonna work for you. So let's automate it instead. You can integrate. Uh, so it's much better to integrate this with your autoresponders or your Calendly or, or whatever uh, that you're using um, than it is to do it manually. So in most cases, you'll probably need a third-party app to connect Facebook. Um, and the third-party app I recommend is Zapier. So Zapier will pull data out of Facebook, and then Zapier will take that data and put it into your CRM. So you have that little zap in the middle. Now, if what I said makes sense, you could go ahead and Google it, um, or you could go onto YouTube and you could do, how do I integrate uh, Facebook with, uh, Zapier, and then how to integrate Zapier with uh, Infusionsoft. So you could do those two things, watch it, and it'll take you five to 10 minutes to figure it out. If what I said didn't make any sense, you can hire somebody. You can go to Fiverr.com, you could go to Upwork, you could go to Guru. You could do one of those sites and you can hire somebody and it'll probably, I don't think anything on Fiverr is $5 anymore, but maybe it'll cost you 10 or $15 to do it. 
but sometimes I'd pay that $15 to not have the headache of technology. Thank you.